Keith crept over a slight bump in the passage floor and down again. As soon as his hands touched down, he realized he had found the stream once more. There was two inches of water pooling in the worn floor of the tunnel, only this time it was flowing in the direction he was going. Miserably, he plowed through it, feeling the water soak in through his clothes to his chafed and chilled skin. He came to a Y-shaped intersection. The left-hand side of the Y leveled off, and its ceiling rose to nearly three feet in height. Keith measured it with a tentative hand following the wall in the darkness. It was a much more inviting tunnel than the right turning. Keith blinked. There was a tiny spark of light down toward the left. That was the way back to his moss light. Happily, he rose to his hands and knees and crawled as fast as he could toward the light. The golden glow grew much faster than he thought it would. It must be a lot closer to the way out, Keith thought cheerfully. Hot bath and food soon. He was able to urge greater efforts from his hands and knees by promising them that their ordeal would be over very shortly. Head bent to take the strain off his back, Keith made his way along the tunnel. Strangely, the air was heavy and damp here instead of fresh, as it had been all along the way the moss light took before. A sudden roar shook the passage under Keith's knees, like the sound of thunder. His eyes flew up in horror. There was a golden glow only a few feet before him, but it wasn't his little line of spelled moss. It was two points of light like eyes, and the rest of the fearsome face was coalescing around them as he watched. There was a brief suggestion of fangs, then horns, then a loose and stringy mane. He had blundered into something's lair. What was it? The creature roared again right in his face. Keith let out a yell and turned almost double on himself to get away from the wide-open maw. He backpedaled in the tunnel, flipped over like a cat in a box, and fled back up the passage. The apparition pursued him, its roar causing the whole mountain to vibrate. Pebbles worked loose from the ceiling and fell on him as he scrabbled toward the lower tunnel. Maybe it's too big to follow me, he prayed. He couldn't make any speed in the low tunnel, not on his elbows and toes, not in the water. All too soon, his whiskers signaled that there was an obstruction in his way. He ducked and squirmed into the low passage, huddling his body into the smallest knot he could. The bellowing face was almost on top of him now, bearing down on him like an approaching express train. Keith had nowhere to retreat. The yellow fangs clashed against one another like a boar's tusks, and the hot strings of the mane whipped like summer lightning in the utter blackness of the tunnel, leaving burning afterimages. Terrified, Keith threw his arms over his head and waited for the inevitable. He was going to die.